So, anyway. Anyway, should we go into what we've been watching? What we've been watching. Sure. I can start. I don't have much. Um, I finished Veronica Mars. Oh. Yeah, I had started it a month or so ago and was thinking about it a week or so ago. And I'm like, I need to finish up some series I've started and <laughs> clean up and, you know, before I get into something like Buffy again or, you know. Right, yeah. Just, I don't like to have too many going on. So I decided to finish up Veronica Mars, especially since it's also like a high school strong girl show. I'm like, I don't want to be watching two of those at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I really liked it. That is a really good series. And I'm kind of glad I wasn't a fan at the time it was coming out where it got abruptly canceled or else I would have been really upset. I'm glad I went into it knowing there's not that many, you know. Right. Because it's a really good show and I don't understand why it would have gotten canceled. Well, the networks do a lot of stupid stuff. It was really dumb. It, I mean, it's written well. It's acted well. It's interesting. It's fun. It's funny. You know, it just, it had everything going for it. So. Is it the network's fault or is it the fault of just, I think it's both. I think it's the fault of the viewers that just don't want that kind of thing for whatever reason or don't discover it in time. Well, I think what happened because I, I kind of read up because I was like, when did when did this air? You know, because I couldn't even remember like when it was on. So it was a UPN show, mm-hmm. and then I guess the CW took over UPN. Oh. And so when CW did that, they didn't pick up Veronica Mars. I guess. Huh. That's kind of. I didn't really. I just kind of read a little blurb, and that's the understanding I got. Was it was just one of those you know, new network executive decisions that doesn't have a clue, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I think you'd really like it, Em. You need to watch it. Okay. Hey, there's a, I haven't listened to it because I haven't seen it, but um, Quadruple Z, our host site, does one of those on Veronica Mars. I know, I've seen it. I'm tempted to listen. I probably should have started when I was watching it, but. I don't know. I might, for some of my favorite episodes, give it a try. Yeah. So, so yeah, I watched it. I really liked it. I And I want to see the movie. I know it comes out on DVD in a week or two. So. Cool. I'm going to somehow pick that up. Um, I watched two or three more episodes of True Detective. That's the one I was thinking of. I was, That's yeah, the Matthew we'll McConaughey and, yeah. and uh, Rudy Harrison. Because I was kind of trying to figure out what to watch. And I knew there was something like I just wasn't quite remembering in my head I was going to start. <laughs> and I figured out this morning it was that. But Yep. Anyway. I am still really liking it. I've only got a couple episodes left. So I'll be watching those shortly. Um, but yeah, it's just really good. It's it, it, it's really good. It's kind of hard to talk about without you knowing, you know, but yeah, you know, there's lots of little twists and I'll watch it soon and we can have a good discussion yeah. on it. Yeah. And then the only other thing is a couple nights ago, I remembered that season two of orphan black had probably started. Right. And so I found him on the Comcast on demand or whatever. And so that all that worked out? It did. 
Yep. Thanks. Yep. It was the same password and stuff. Um, and so I watched the first two episodes of season two of Orphan Black. How's that going? Good. Good. Allison. I still just love Allison. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she's the best. Um, but yeah, it's it's going really good. So yeah, I, yep. I was going to catch up on that too. I caught up on a few things this week and. That was in the books, but I didn't. When we talked about it before, did we talk about, did you recognize Mrs. S as being Vera Bates from Downton Abbey? Mrs. S is like the foster mother that raised her and Felix. Oh, she kind of, it's Mrs. Bates. Mrs. Bates. Oh. Mr. Bates's first wife that. Yeah, it totally is. All I could think of is that she kind of looks a little like Jane Seymour. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, she looks like she could be like Jane Seymour's sister or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, it was a couple episodes in first season. I was like, who is that? And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it's Mrs. Bates. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So... So yeah, that's really all I've been watching, except for Cam and I caught a few Wonder Womans the other night on <laughs> <laughs> on one of the channel Cozy, I think is the channel we have. It's been it started showing like old Bionic Man or Bionic Woman's Wonder Woman, Six Million Dollar Man. So Cam and I have been watching those once in a while. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> I'd have to say out of all of them, Wonder Woman just seems to hold up the best yeah but it still doesn't really (laughs) (laughs) it's probably fun on a very nostalgic level yeah and like on a wednesday night when you're just cooking dinner and i don't know everything else is like sitcoms on or we don't like those or yeah no i could get down with that you know it's like why not watch a wonder woman (laughs) (laughs) it's there yeah the best nights are when they show the old 1960s Batmans. Oh, we'll yeah. actually sit in the living room and watch those. <laughs> <laughs> that was on Nick and Knight for a while, and I'd watch that a little bit. That's fun. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so fun and campy. I love it. And Cam, there was one with the uh, penguin on, and he's like, "That's the guy. Uh, that." That's the guy from Rocky. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like Burgess Meredith, and he's like nerd. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's that's what I've been watching. Mm, fun. Well, I uh, I caught up with Mr. Selfridge. I don't remember oh, how far I was last week. I Oh, I had a few more episodes left of the first season, right? Right. Yeah, so I'm totally caught up, up to date. Oh, wow. Even up to season two, up to date? Like the first? Yeah. Season? Oh, wow. Sweet. Yeah, it's good. I'm really enjoying it. Are you? Mm-hmm. This whole LeClaire story is getting to me. What's going on with him? Henri? very nefarious. I know. And I really like him, so I hope it's not, like, really bad. I really like him, and I like him with Agnes, and I do not like Fat Thomas. Nope. 
<laughs> so you're caught up on the. Did you? So the one I was we were talking last time. Yeah, I was telling you that a really funny one was coming up next. The one where, um, Gordon. The one after the car crash. Yeah, where Gordon yes. goes to. <laughs> Wasn't that hilarious? <laughs> oh man, that was so funny. They crack me up. This we're talking about up yours downstairs. They crack me up so much with the talk about the painting. Oh, this <laughs> is the Mrs. Selvers painting. <laughs> and I love like how evil they think Beatrice is. Yes. And how it's like an evil painting. <laughs> I swear, I do not see evil in Beatrice, but I see evil in Violet. Oh, Violet looks creepy to me. Is that the older sister? Yeah, the one that's like a suffragette. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her eyes are too wide. I don't know. (laughs) There's something about her. A little creepy. But I don't know. I need to see Beatrice again. But (laughs) she never gave me weird vibes. (laughs) But they just think she is satanic. It's super funny. I know. Oh, yeah, the talk of the painting. Because it really is a bad, bad painting. It is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the and just stuff. them making fun of Gordon walking to Selfridges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I remember when I watched that episode, I did kind of, I was like, is he like drugged up or something? Because he just had this weird look on his face. And he's, I don't know. Yeah, I guess he was trying to act all like stunned that is dead. I don't know, just like the weight of the world is on his shoulders. Exactly. I <laughs> but think it was really bad. It was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes back after like well, it has to be like three years tops. Right? I mean, because this... it was Selfridge's fifth anniversary. And we had to have seen like a year two. We saw about a year, so okay, it's so it's four, four years. years. It's four years later. Yeah, he came back like twenty years older, <laughs> <I know. laughs> and a different person. <laughs> I know because he's supposedly what about fifteen, but the the actor they have playing him looks like he's about twenty to twenty five, and he acts that way. Yeah, I guess people were a little older back then, just because they grew up faster. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. It's funny. Yeah. Anyway, there's a waiter there that is not fat at all, but they call him Fat Thomas. <laughs> I guess they think his face is fat. They think he looks a little bit like Tom on Downton Abbey, but fatter <laughs> in the face. He does look a little like Tom. He does, and so they 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 admit that it's a really obscure and weird right. thing. But it, it just, just stuck. It stuck. <laughs> Anyway, I don't like where this is going. Because I oh, like... I don't like Agnes and Fat Thomas together. I don't even know what his name is in the show. Victor? <laughs> oh, yeah, Victor. That's right. But his Italian family seems to call him something else. Or maybe just his uncle did. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But... Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Good stuff. Liking Mr. Selfridge. Um... As uh, Tom and Kelly have pointed out, now Kelly is, a, they're both feminists, um, and they pointed out how cool it is that the show, I guess there's like some rules about feminism and shows and movies mm-hmm. where 
try and find a, a conversation between two women that isn't about men and make up, you know. Right. That's like one of your barometers. <laughs> and this show has plenty of just women talking about work together. And, you know, it takes place in the early 1900s. And that's just, it's refreshing and it's cool. To see. Well, and like the three main females in the show, and I'm, I'm talking like Mrs. Selfridge, Delphine and May, Lady May. They're all extremely strong women, and they, but they get along, too. They're friends, and that's pretty rare. Yes. Usually yeah. if you get more than one strong one, it turns into backstabbing and, you know, but they're equally strong. They all have their own little places, you know, their own little, um, I don't know what the word is, um, strengths, you know. Yeah, and it's just, it's quite unique for a series, especially for a period piece, just everything about it. It's, it's got some unique qualities that are pretty neat. It does. It's, it's, it's a good show. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, I like it. I'm glad I, I didn't even know about it. I just happened to, I think when the first episode of season one came out, I just happened to be watching PBS and it came on and I was like, well, this looks interesting. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I had heard quite a bit about it before it started. I might have seen a promo or two, but didn't really pay much attention to it. But, yeah, I'm I'm liking it a lot. So, good. I'm glad you're caught up. Yep. Um, and then I watched a couple movies. <laughs> Big surprise. That's oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> um, one movie I watched was uh, that Freddie Highmore movie called Toast. I think we talked about watching it... Um, like our very first episode or something that he's in it. And I said, oh, I'll check that out. Right. And? I really enjoyed it. I'm In mm-hmm. fact, I enjoyed it the days preceding it even more. You know, the more I thought about it. Right. I like movies like that where you like it more and more the more you think about it. Yeah. I mean, it's not perfect. Um, sure. And I could see where critically it may not have. I don't. I didn't check, but I think I remember checking a long time ago how it did critically, and I don't think it did great. And I can see their points. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what their points were. Like I said, I don't remember, but I can see points that would give it kind of critically a meh. Right. But I just I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, it's a. It's based on an autobiography by um, this. He's like a food columnist named Nigel Slater, mm-hmm. and it's it's just about his childhood. And um, one thing is Freddie Highmore is only in the last half hour because he plays the role of the kid in his teenage years. Oh, okay. And most of the movie takes place. Um, before that. So, do you know the general story at all? I don't think so. Um, it's about this little boy somewhere in just... It takes place in the early 60s, and his mom is sickly, some sort of lung, asthma stuff, and his dad just kind of just doesn't care for him. (laughs) And his mom is like the worst cook ever. Like, she takes British cooking and just 
to a whole new level. <laughs> yeah, it's not just, oh, she boils everything. And <laughs> she right. like, she, this kid, he talks, he's like, I had never had a fresh vegetable. Um, and I'm like eight or nine years old. Wow. His mom's little thing is she cooks everything out of tins. Because she says, like, fresh vegetables, you don't know where they've been. <laughs> but she, like, trusts stuff out of canned food. Oh, my gosh. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and she'll be, like, cooking. And it's just the worst. You, like, watch them bake a cake together. And then she's, like, cooking dinner. And you see her, like, panic and go to the pot that something's boiling in. And you look in. And it's three cans that aren't opened yet. Oh, no. That she, like, cooked in a pot on the stove and oh. burned them. Just the worst. Wow. And, so like, canned ham with, like, the jelly still all over it. Cold. Just awful. Oh, okay. So not only is she just a bad cook, like, she doesn't understand what flavors combine yeah. well together. Oh, yeah. No. She nothing. doesn't even know, like, the mechanics behind cooking, like... Take stuff out of the can. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I said, whole new level. <laughs> and just everything. Just, it's like they don't, food, I don't know, like pre-war people. Or right. during the war people. But it's the 60s. Anyway, this little boy grows up obsessed with food. Um, he like is, you know, sneaking cookbooks into his room at night and just looking at all the food that looks so good. And he tries to help his mom make spaghetti. He found spaghetti sauce in a can, and so she's like, okay. And he helps her, like, boil the noodles. And she and the dad and him, they just sit there, and she she and the dad are just, like, staring at it, like, what is this on my plate? <laughs> <laughs> and it actually looked like normal fine spaghetti, and right. he, Nigel liked it. Anyway. Um, huh. So his dad and he have... His dad just, I don't know. He's obsessed with food. His dad just doesn't like him. And his mother dies. And they get a housekeeper who's Helen Bonham Carter. And she's like a tremendous cook. And she kind of worms her way, like, very um, calculatingly into his heart. The dad's heart. So anyway, they get together and they're, she's his new stepmom. And they totally like vie for the dad's affections through cooking. Because <laughs> he's starting to grow older and he takes like, now you're Freddie, now he's have Freddie Highmore and he like signs up for home economics instead of woodshop. Uh, okay. And anyway, it was, it's just a good movie for like, Daddy issues. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just cute. It's And toast was every... She ruined... The mom ruined every meal, and so they ended up having toast for, like, every meal. And he found comfort in that, and he kind oh. of talks about why toast is comforting. Anyway, they're kind of... It's basically... It's, it's a story of a boy trying to get his father's affection. And... Oh, I'll definitely watch that. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Because I think I added it to my queue a long time ago just because, I don't know, I think I read a brief description and went, all right, I'll watch SMD. Yeah, and you know, Helen Bonham Carter is one of those that I'll catch. I, like I'll us I usually just like her, so. I like her, too. There's an instant, oh, it might be a good movie. 
when I see her. She just amuses me. Yeah. She plays a pretty funny character in this. Uh, nice. Anyway, yeah. it's very cute. My, I thought its biggest flaw was focusing too much on the childhood. You really, you know, you like Nigel, and mm-hmm. it leaves you right when it starts getting good, is in my mind. Oh. But, um... The Brits probably know him a lot better than I do. <laughs> so they probably know the rest of the story a lot better than I do. You know what I mean? Like, right. he's, a, he's a pretty famous figure. And a, he does a, he writes a column not just about food. I think he's a food critic, too. But it's not just about food. It's kind of just cute little journalistic kind of stuff. I'll have to look it up. Kind of like the Anthony Bourdain of England. <laughs> yeah. It's not always about the food. Right. So I kind of got that um, hints of that. Anyway, so I feel like I probably just didn't know as much about them. So I wanted I wanted the movie to keep going. Right. Because they left me off just when I thought it was getting really good. Nice. I'll watch it. All right. Yeah, I recommend it. Um, then I watched... Um, I took the plunge and watched Holy Motors. Did Oh, did you I ever like a time where that's all anyone could talk about? Yeah, yeah. It's on my Netflix queue as well. Detroit it's about Detroit music? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> what am I thinking? Okay. I, I, I know it's on my Netflix. Detroit queue. Rock City? <laughs> no. What's it about? Why am I thinking Detroit? Because of Holy Motors? It's the Motor Maybe. City? Maybe, <laughs> I, I guess think so. of. <laughs> <laughs> It's a French movie. Oh. And <laughs> for one. <laughs> okay. It, I, I don't know. Okay. Honestly, I don't know if it went so over my head. I didn't get it at all. Or it's just that weird. Um... It's weird. Basically, it's this actor. Well, the actor in the movie has all these appointments, and he kind of takes on different roles all day out of this limo. He's got like a make. His limo is like his makeup table, but there don't appear to be any cameras, and he does really weird stuff. Every okay, it's the biggest what the bit movie you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> like you will say what the bit fifty times, and then you'll think there's going to be a big payoff where you're like, oh wow, right? But you're just left going, what the bit? Oh no! <laughs> but I can tell it's brilliant, and I, I don't think I missed something, but I do kind of want to watch it again. But I think it was it's just what it is. Really. It's, I don't know, I need to read some people's take on it and maybe listen to some podcasts that I had heard before and now that I know what they're talking about, listen again. Right, right, because it was always, like, in, like, the top five movie movies of the year. It yeah. Came out last year, I think. Yeah, and it won a lot of awards. And right. It was, it was, um talked about it was the biggest thing they talked about it at cans i think um interesting I don't know. it is really weird and i mean did you like it 
Yeah. Okay. I actually did, but it is not for everybody. Um, huh. I don't, I don't know if I could call it avant-garde. I don't know. It, I'm just, I'm flummoxed, but I'm glad I watched it and I enjoyed my experience. Um, there were just times where I, you're like, what the bip? What the bip? And then you're like, okay, I get it. And then the next scene you're like, no, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. I don't get it at all. Gonna, and then the very last scene, you're like, what? <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I'm very intrigued. I'm going to definitely watch this, and then we'll uh, we'll see if I had a whole different experience. That would be nice. Yes. <laughs> watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll be my challenge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is Holy Motors. Okay. Not about Detroit. (laughs) 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 Okay. Hmm. That's it. That's what I watched. Um, I just have to give a little shout out to Mad Men, which has been amazing, of course, but (laughs) this season has been really good. Uh, Oh, yeah? Yeah, a little frust. I had some frustrations this week with a few characters. Mm-hmm. But gosh, that show knocks it out of the park every dang episode. It's so good. It's amazing. Okay. Sweet. Hi, Mad Men. Just wanted to give you a little shout out. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so good? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Someday, I'll watch it. I need to watch Game of Thrones, too, especially when you told me that Booker's been watching it. Yeah, I'm still on the fence about Game of Thrones. I don't know. It's probably not your type of thing. I feel like it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Although uh, the whole world talks about it, so you're like, I must be really missing something. Yeah, but it's totally up my alley. Yeah. And I would love nothing more than to geek out with Boo about it, so... (laughs) One of these days, I'll start that.
to go to a buffet restaurant okay <laughs> he just likes the variety he likes to have like some mussels and i don't know egg rolls on the same plate he just <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that thrills him <laughs> it does he, he, yep i'm not a huge fan but they usually always have a pretty good salad bar so i'm down with that right but um so we're there and like we get seated and we get up to go get some food and we walk past this, these four people. And I just kind of glanced at the younger woman and like her face was all distorted. She just kind of looked, I don't know. I just remember the thought in my head, like, Oh, she must have some sort of, you know, disorder of some type, you know? Okay didn't really think much beyond that you know it's just like how just those thoughts instantly hit your head when you see someone you know right it just kind of registers so I didn't think anything beyond that then we come back and sit down and these four people are in the booth right behind us mm-hmm. so she didn't have a neurological disorder <laughs> she it was the mom and dad she was the daughter and then she had her boyfriend and they were like meth heads oh the daughter and the that is what did that to her face. Oh meth. man, because 
the conversation this four top had behind us was one of the most amusing. (laughs) 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 I mean, at first I was kind of thinking I wanted to move tables, but then it just became amusing. Like the mom telling the girl that she really needs to stay away from this guy named Dave. And the daughter's like, I always tell him not to come back every time he comes over. And the mom's like, well, you need to stop sleeping with him every time he comes over. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's, I was, I came back to the table after getting some egg drop soup, I think. Just in time to hear the boyfriend say, well, I'm surprised you didn't stab him more times. <laughs> <laughs> and then the boyfriend gets up to, like, go get food or whatever. He's got a Coors Light in his back pocket. <laughs> Can or bottle? Can. <laughs> An unopened. <laughs> An unopened can of Coors Light. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. His name was Roy. He, They were the best. His, I mean, it was... They are the most unpleasant, argumentative people. Because <laughs> the mom's like, you need to eat. And the daughter's like, I am eating. And the mom's like, one fry isn't eating. <laughs> They're really loud. And, like, there's a table to our right, and, like, the woman that's sitting there that's kind of facing these people, just the look on her, she could not stop staring at him. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. So, did, um, what was I going to ask? Oh, so the guy that comes over that she sleeps with is totally separate than her boyfriend. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) yep. (laughs) And they're talking about it right in front of him. (laughs) Oh, the windows into lives we get. Oh my gosh, it's like, why, why do these people get together? They, they didn't have a kind word between them, you know? And it's like, you know, if you're going to have a conversation like this, because several times it was, the whole restaurant can hear you, you know, (laughs) because they were loud, (laughs) Uh you know, it's like, have these dinners at home. Go get a bucket of chicken. <laughs> don't don't come out in public. Yes. <laughs> you know, Roy, that was the guy with the Coors Light. Yes. He got up and went outside like three or four times during the whole dinner and then just kept coming back. I was just like, oh, man. These people. It was crazy. <laughs> wow. And then they left before we did. And after they left the restaurant, Cam looks at me and he goes, we should start doing meth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Have you seen, like, on Facebook, there's, like, a thing going around that shows you what, like, meth does to you? It'll, like, show the picture of someone and, like, five years later. I've seen those, like like, the faces of meth. and Yeah, have you clicked on that? I haven't, but I've seen like billboards and I've seen other websites that that show like it'll show a girl and she's like a cute teenager and then five years later she looks like something out of Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Or she looks thirty, forty years older. It's crazy. It's I know. crazy sad. Man. It, it's really sad. I mean, because seriously, her face it was it was altered. 
I mean, I honestly thought she had some sort of like neurological disorder or something that just kind of, you know, disfigured her face or something. Because, I mean, it wasn't like a look she had on her face. Like the physical features were actually, her mouth was so messed up. It was weird. It was like she couldn't control her lips. Hmm. And I don't know. It was, I was really glad that the way Cam and I were seating, I had my back to him. Poor Cam had to look at him. Yeah. <laughs> but my stomach's a little more sensitive. I can get really grossed out while I'm eating and lose my appetite. Mm. So I'm. if I had been facing him, I wouldn't have been able to eat. Yeah, that's yeah. And crazy. Who knows? Yeah, Roy looked like he was about 75, but he was probably maybe 40, you know. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Poor Slight in his back pocket. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> and he's just walking around with it. <laughs> it's like, you can't bring your own alcohol into public places. As, and this is Utah. <laughs> there for whenever he needs it. I know. I seriously was just waiting to hear like the opening, like the. <laughs> the sound of an opening. Did that restaurant not have a alcohol license? No, no. Wait, if you don't have a license, can you still sell beer? No. So it's just no alcohol. You can have. There's two different licenses. You can have a beer only, or you could have okay a, a spirits one where you can do all the other stuff. That's but this one didn't have either. You know? Are we the only state that has this? <laughs> I don't think so. I think we're one of the strongest, but I, I'm pretty sure there's some states in the South and stuff that hmm. control it a similar, but and Utah has actually relaxed a lot. Yeah. The... Thanks to the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, guys, we got to It was like, we've got the whole world. We cannot tell them they got to join. <laughs> like a club. Oh, they dropped the member thing. They dropped the membership thing. Um... That's about it, but that was a huge deal. That was a big one, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. So, yep, <laughs> that was that was the meth heads at dinner. And man, that was crazy. <laughs> that was Sue's dinner with meth heads. <laughs> uh, it was just too funny.
Don't 